Thanks for listening to Culture Proof. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And today we are talking about the ministry of Taylor Swift. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Never thought that I would be um, describing Taylor Swift as a minister, but um, (laughs) as we learned from the Gospel Coalition, Mm. there are lessons to be drawn from her Eras tour, and and so we're going to talk about that. Mm. (laughs) Like, I'm... Looking again into this because uh, just reading that article, man, uh, I think it's going to be pretty interesting for those who don't know about this. I want to say thank you to dissenter.com for grabbing an archived page from the Gospel Coalition's website mm. because as soon as this article went up and there was a backlash over it, it was taken down from the Gospel Coalition's website. But as you're going to see as we get into it, the question is really how did it make it up in the first place? Yeah, how did I mean, it get up there? You know, it's one thing to say, hey, we, we, you know, we took it down, it offended some people, but my question is how did it pass the editor's desk? Right. And and how was it seen as something that would be beneficial to the body of Christ? And frankly, how was it not seen as blasphemous? Oh, man. I, I just don't understand that. But we're going to talk about it. I mean, this this is the time that we're in where, you know, a lot of these cultural illustrations are used to make people seem relevant. And sometimes they are just a revelation of the deep passion of a person's heart. Like, mm. this is what they love and this is what they're into. I'm going to tell you ultimately <laughs> what I think this piece is all about. It's it's really, I would say it's, uh, it's simpler than you might think I think it is. But I think that this piece actually has an aim that is not deep. It's not theological, <laughs> but I'm going to save that until the end. So make sure you stick around. We want to talk about it. But before we do that, how about a little bit of culture proof housekeeping? Yes. Yes. Make sure that you share the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for you guys who have been sharing it. Uh, thank you f- f- so much for you guys who have been uh, recommending our podcast as one that, you know, people should check out. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we, we really appreciate that. So thank you for doing that and keep sharing. Also, give it a five star rating and, a re- and review it. Uh, we would love to uh, have that. It just drive more traffic uh, to the podcast. Also, leave comments. We love your engagement. So thank you so much for being so engaged, uh, whether that's on Podbean or Facebook or YouTube. You guys are engaged. So so thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate it. It really helps the podcast to grow. It helps people to um, know that we're out here and that we're speaking up for the truth of God's word mm-hmm. and really calling the body of Christ back to holiness and, and doing that unapologetically. Um, you have helped us to continue doing that um, also with your financial support. And we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you want to support the work of Culture Proof and the work of uh, continuing to resist those <laughs> cultural trends that are antithetical to the faith, then you can support us by going to cultureproof.net. That's cultureproof.net. Once you're there, you'll see a link on the page that you can donate to the work that we're doing here. If you want to reach out to us via mail, then you can mail us at P.O. Box 1269 Saltillo, S-A-L-T-I-L-L-O, Mississippi, 38866. Again, if you want to reach us by traditional mail, snail mail no offense to the snails um p.o box 1269 saltillo mississippi 38866 or just go online to cultureproof.net everything that you give to this ministry goes to the work of this ministry and we really do appreciate you thank you so much for what you're doing all righty then um Mm -hmm. the ministry of taylor swift let me just first full disclosure and i'm not saying this to try to make myself special i'm not saying this to distinguish myself or to appear to be pious or overly like holy or saved or anything like that. Um, This is just reality. I am not a fan of Taylor Swift. 
Me neither. Now, when I say that I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift, let me be clear about what I mean. I don't dislike her. I don't know her music. Like, I, I don't me know. Neither. And I'm not saying that to be like, I'm better than anybody else. I'm speaking that as a fact, okay? Like, I know that there are a lot of people who know who Taylor Swift is. There are a lot of people that, you know, maybe I might know and be aware of their music that maybe you're not aware of. And so just put it in that same category. This is not right. this is not a holiness grab. Right. All right. right. This is just a reality. So so I want to say that and I want to say that this is not a personal attack on her. I'm I'm perfectly content to ignore her in culture. Um <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah. not levy any attacks yeah. against her. Um, because I, I feel like she is a pop cultural phenomenon. I know that she's wildly popular. I know her name. I could pick her out of a lineup. Of course I could do that, but I don't know her music. And I, her music has not ministered to me the way, um, this one writer over at the gospel coalition has been ministered to <laughs> oh by goodness. Taylor Swift, but we're going to get into it again. I want to say a huge thank you to uh dissenter.com for this information. And I want to start with a piece that they posted over on their website where they had the page from the gospel coalition's website archived. And so I was able to go and read the article in full. Look, if they had not done that, we would not have been able to find this article. Yeah. We, we would have just had to take their word for it. Don't worry. We got you. We're going to put the links in the podcast show notes <laughs> so you can go and read the article in its entirety entirety for yourself as well. Of course, we're going to cover much of it here on Culture Proof, but this is what um, they write over at Dissenter. There's a, be a bewildering trend overtaking certain corners of evangelicalism, and it's impossible to ignore the glaring departure from orthodoxy when publications like the Gospel Coalition keep putting secular pop culture on a pedestal. Mm. Man, that is almost an understatement for this piece that we're describing. I mean, oh. on a pedestal. Terrible. It's pretty bad. <laughs> After an inconceivable attempt to extract spiritual value from Hollywood's latest blockbuster, Barbie, uh, TGC has now turned its sights on secular pop icon Taylor Swift. <laughs> Such contortions to align the church with the modern secular zeitgeist are foolish at best, but undoubtedly destructive. If we weren't already convinced of the Gospel Coalition's wayward trajectory, this latest piece is published and then deleted um, should erase all doubt. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, look, there's a there's a big question, and we're we're going to get into the piece because it's going to be very helpful for you to hear um, what has been written by Blake Glosson is his name, and once you hear this, and and you know the question will come to your mind almost immediately: How? Right. How did it pass the test? Yeah. You know what I mean? At the very least, you've got kids who want to recycle clothes that should be in a hamper. Even the children will smell the shirt and see, like, can it pass? Like, can I can I get away with this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Even children will smell dirty laundry just to see if it should be worn. Um, I don't know what's going on over at the Gospel Coalition, but this... Um, even to a novice is just utterly ridiculous. And, and I want to say this with great sobriety, it's blasphemous. Yeah. It's, it is, it is it, anyway. No, it's, it's mind boggling. I, and I'm thinking, how did this get out? But, you know, the gospel coalition has done some things in the past. This is not the first thing as the dissenter has uh, pointed out. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, man, maybe they just wanted to, they may, it may have been like, let's put it out there. And if no one says anything, you know, we'll leave it. 
but you know maybe kind of floating it out to sea mm-hmm. or maybe the guy who wrote it has some power to post as well hmm. and just like okay i'm finished post i don't know well but... that power should be revoked <laughs> yeah man it, or it's, or maybe it's maybe because taylor swift is a current cultural event drawing a lot of attention maybe they thought you know this will get us some clicks right like because if yeah. you if you have taylor swift's <laughs> name in your post then maybe that's going to get some clicks let's just that's be true. honest you might be listening to this podcast because you saw taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> like let's not even lie about it. you you probably clicked on it and you were like yeah i do want to see what they're talking about but you know taylor swift i'm here for that and and look i'm not i do not want to serve as the gatekeeper of somebody's conscience that is the holy right. spirit it's job like i i don't want right. to do that i don't want to be the one to tell you you know like your grandma would say you don't need to listen to that trash music but <laughs> it is trash say worldly worldly man <laughs> not worldly 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 <laughs> There's no, there's no times there's no time for d's in the in the words okay you know what i mean um before we get into the article itself let me let me read who blake glosson is according to a short bio at the end of the article mm. so blake glosson is a pastoral resident at chapel street church in geneva illinois he is also an mdiv student at reformed theological seminary mm. previously he served <laughs> stop just let it <laughs> Let it go. Man, so let's let it go. I'm just they, saying, like, I well, mean. this is an, this is going to be an embarrassment. Okay, reformers, y'all stand up. Yeah. This is going to be an embarrassment. You got to, but here we go. All right. Um, previously, he served as the director of young adults at mm. New Covenant Ugh. Bible Church. Previously, Again, okay. Not anymore, which is well, but 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 maybe because the Lord has enlarged his territory because oh. now he's writing for the Gospel Coalition. Yeah, my, to my, my chagrin. Now, look, I want to say this: I don't know who Blake Lawson is, and maybe his contributions to the body of Christ have been stellar up to this point. Okay, but this is a horrible <laughs> way for me to meet him. You're very charitable. I, I want to be charitable. Yes. I just want to say maybe that his contributions have been stellar. I will say this, that you know the old adage that you don't get a second chance to make a first impression? Uh, what have you done for me lately? Okay, either one. I'll take either <laughs> oh, no. one. I just want to say, you know, having read this piece, I would have oh, to intentionally boy. set my mind and my heart to go and read something else. Like, this was really um, disturbing to me, and um, I found it disrespectful to the Lord. And mm. so, so all jokes aside, I have some major questions about the way that this brother in the Lord. And, and I look, I'm just because he had a misstep. I'm not saying he's not a brother. This brother in the Lord, um, chose to, um, equate or equivocate on Taylor Swift's presence and the presence of the Lord Jesus is just Mm. sickening. It is, is like, he was really trying hard to make the connections, man. I, I, (laughs) it was a flop for me. That's a no for me. Like, man, come on, man. I have my button ready. Yeah. Let's get, let's get into the article here. (laughs) All right, here we go. It's seven things Christians can learn from Taylor Swift's eras tour. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm just going to get into the article. Here we go. Taylor Swift's record breaking eras tour movie releases in theaters on October the 12th, allowing masses of passionate Swifties and curious others who didn't attend a concert. Don't look at me like that to glimpse into likely the most profitable music tour in history. 
Did you know that her fans are called Swifties? <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I'm not oh, old. Man. I am, and I am not old. I did not know that, but, but you know, but these from are the this things that article, you learn from this article. I, yeah, okay, I know out. people are like, "Where you been under a rock?" No, <laughs> I, maybe, serving Jesus. Jesus, I've been under that rock. Okay, you know? amen. Amen. The rock right. that's higher than I. Okay. Ooh, amen. Right, okay, right. back to the article. Yeah, Guys, yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to be oversaved, but but <laughs> laugh while you can now, because once we get into this later. article deeply, oh you goodness. are it's so it's so upsetting. Okay. So just grab all the laughs you can now. Back to the article. Meanwhile, Taylor tours internationally this fall with the second leg of her u.s tour kicking off a year from now millions already clamor for tickets i want you to understand i'm going to keep bringing it back to this this is an article that was on the gospel coalition's website yeah okay so this this is what i'm not reading something so, from hollywood reporter i'm not yeah, reading something from people i'm reading so something that was on millions would be some christians up in there up in there without 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 a doubt yeah. without a doubt okay, okay back to All the right. article yeah. I saw one of Taylor's Chicago shows this summer, and the spiritual connections were vast. Hmm. Okay, let's, let's hear them. Consider seven things Christians can learn from the Eras Tour and from what makes Taylor's shows so moving. Number one, we were created to be seen and known. We were created to be seen and known. Part of what makes Taylor's music so powerful is that it leaves many saying, she gets me. Many feel like her lyrics perfectly encapsulate their emotions and experiences and even help them understand themselves. The Eras Tour, tour allows fans to draw near to the one person who seems to really know them. Of course, Taylor doesn't know 99.9% .9 of her fans. Only foolish ones would think otherwise. Still, the joy Swifties feel in Taylor's presence... Perhaps even catching a glance from Taylor herself reflects the joy of drawing near to the Holy One who knows and loves us perfectly. Come on, man. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Come on. What Taylor Swift fans feel in her presence is similar to what we feel in the presence oh, of the Holy One. That's so egregious. Now, look, let me tell you something. Mm -mm. That is point number one. Man. So even if you're a busy editor, like that's point number one. That's that's the point where you say, you know what, brother, I don't need to read any more of this. I'm going to need you to go back and take another stab at this. Better yet, go ahead and file it in that circular bin behind <laughs> your desk. Right. Like this is not making it to the website, but right. that's not what happened. It actually did make Man, it to the I website. I would love to know the vetting process mm. of articles that pass through the Gospel Coalition. I, I, I mean, this is... Okay, we just started. Go ahead. Let's 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 point proceed. Two? Let's proceed. All right, because it's egregious. You can yeah. hear it for yourself. Okay, yeah. point number two. We were created to image greatness. This is what Christians can take from the Taylor Swift's eras Taylor Swift eras tour. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two, we were created to image greatness. Here we go. Witnessing tens of thousands of Swifties flooding Chicago's streets and shops hours before the show was surreal. You could spot a Swiftie a mile away as they all dressed as her. While every Taylor follower reflected her differently, they all imaged her corporately reflecting the full array of her dazzling ensembles. Swifties appreciated Taylor's beauty more because of each other's imitations. 
Okay. The words, I love your dress, were exclaimed countless times that day. Yet it wasn't just Swifties who noticed the shimmering attire of Taylor's fans. Taylor's dresses became more visible when worn by her followers. Through Swifties, the world saw Swift. Can I just, man, Mm -hmm. and I want to be very careful here, but I I also want to say, I also want to say that, you know, this is a man writing this. Yeah. And I know that that's that's going to, people are going to be mad at me for saying that. Um, It is what it is. I was going to make that point. It's disturbing to me. As we went on, because as you listen to this, you're like, it, it sounds like something that a female would write. A female write fan would write about, about a girl that has a, yes, a not, sings and I mean, ministers to her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. But that that is something to point out. And, you know, I, I, I was very disturbed by that as well. All right. Point number three. Again, point number three. The object of our great of our greatest affection will be more beautiful than we imagined. Oh, my goodness. Again, the Gospel Coalition. Okay. The object of our greatest affection will be more beautiful than we imagined. Here we go. Here is how this gets unpacked. Each era's show begins with a climactic unveiling of Taylor Swift from beneath a giant canvas of pink petals. The roar of the Chicago crowd when Taylor was unveiled was deafening. One of my friends reflected on this moment, quote, when Taylor was revealed, her appearance seemed flawless. I had high expectations, but when the petals came off, I wasn't disappointed. Somehow she was more beautiful than I imagined, end quote. Now you're listening and you're wondering, so how do you connect that? What spiritual principle? Just here it is, okay? My friend observed that this moment is a dim reflection of the day Christ is revealed to his followers. Not only will his beauty not disappoint us, but he'll be infinitely more beautiful than we ever imagined in both appearance and character. Let me stop there. And let me just say to compare the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ, the son of God who ransomed us, Mm -hmm. right? To a woman flaunting on the stage, half dressed, coming out of some manufactured petals is egregious. It is blasphemy of the highest order to say that this beauty that you got to behold in this sensual woman (laughs) prancing around a stage, that this reminds you of what it will be like to behold Jesus. Again, that is point number three. So even if you are a busy editor, (laughs) I don't understand I don't understand how you point got past one, point one. Point two, and now point three, and you're just rolling with it. You're you yeah, are man. about to hit send on this. Like you're you're about to okay this to be posted. You're the chief editor, all right, or editor in chief, okay? And and you're about to say yes and hit send. I just don't understand. No, I don't understand. I don't understand. No. Point number four. We were created for reciprocal enjoyment with the object of our greatest affection. Now I want to warn you. I, I want to warn you. Um, that of all the posts and, and, and I, I may be wrong. I'm trying to remember this one to me was, they're all offensive, but this one was, um, this was erotic and offensive 
and blasphemous. I'm going to read it to you and I'm going to tell you what it reminded me of. Um, This is point number four. Again, we were created for reciprocal enjoyment with the object of our greatest affection. Taylor goes to great lengths to emphasize how much she enjoys her fans. It's not like Swifties love seeing Taylor while she merely tolerates seeing them. The enjoyment is reciprocal. For Swifties, the thought of playing a small part in Taylor's joy, even making her smile, makes the show sweeter. Believer, how much more does Christ enjoy you? And not as a number in a stadium full of faces, but as intimately as a bridegroom enjoys his bride. Your existence is a true and constant ingredient in the divine happiness. Your presence causes Christ's heart to leap with delight. Seeing you makes Jesus smile. Guys, as I, as I, as I was reading this, um, this reminded me, you remember, um, a few years back where you had a lot of crazy wild churches, um, trying to do marriage seminars and bringing Mm -hmm. like beds onto stages. And then, you know, in a gross blasphemous way, um, (laughs) connecting the, the er eroticism of, of sexual intimacy between a husband and a wife to our relationship, you know, between Christ and the church and just really just, just, disgustingly trying yeah. to make these connections. Do you remember how cringe worthy that was? Maybe you were in one of those kinds of displays and maybe you walked out. I don't know what your testimony is, but this was a thing, right? When I read point number four, I was reminded of that thing. Yeah. I was reminded that there were churches that we called out at the time that were doing things like this. Like, why are you bringing a bed onto the platform in your local congregation? Right. Like, why are you causing people to stumble in that way? Why is that happening? Yeah, pretty crazy. And that was a thing, and it was egregious then. And this right here, what he's saying about Taylor Swift and the intimacy we mm. have with, with with God is, man, it, it's just crazy, the connections that he's trying to make and trying to be relevant, trying to use something that is uh, worldly mm-hmm. as this uh, uh, concert and, and tie it in because it, it would be popular, you know, to to write about. And and you're probably probably right about the clicks. If you see that, how oh how is going to tie in Taylor Swift to you know what we can learn to spiritually? The like like really, man, this is this is appalling. I mean, because your aim is in your name. Mm. You you are the Gospel Coalition. <laughs> so so like mm. anybody seeing the title of this article is going to click on it because they are there for the connection. Like, wait, you mean there's there are gospel implications in the Taylor Swift show? You mean I'm justified in going to her Eras concert? Like, you mean and, I can feel good about my choices? And I would have to say maybe it's encouraging that it was taken down because some people must have been like, "What are y'all doing?" That that people would have either. Either that happened or somebody in the organization came to their senses and was like, nah, we can't, you know. I think that may be encouraging if they would, if they did get some pushback. What do you think? Uh-oh. <laughs> I think it is encouraging. You want to talk about being charitable. Look at you being all charitable. I love it. Um, I'm here for it. Look, I... Yes, I think it is encouraging that it was taken down. Yes, I do think I that. I hope it was and, because of pushback, though. I don't know why, but... I'm hoping that it was really like they got some really feisty 
emails but, and like But can you say though, is it is it not charitable to say that you're concerned that it ever went up? Oh, I'm highly you know concerned I mean? that it went up. And I think that's just another black eye for gospel coalition. Like they've been doing things over the years. You know, oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't I don't go checking for gospel coalition. No. That's not no. one of the sites I'm like, right. oh, let's see what they're writing. Right. You know, because long time ago they <laughs> ran off the rails. But what I'm saying is, you know, man, I'm glad it was taken down, but I hope it was because maybe people who still frequent that place, you know, complain. Uh, yeah. You should. Yeah. But but again, it doesn't bolster your confidence in the leadership there. <laughs> no, I just, no. you know, just if I can say, all right, point number five. We oh, were we have to. Yes, we have to, because there's only two more. Oh all right. Goodness. So everybody lean yeah. in. And we're not reading through all of the information under each of these points, which is why you're going to want to read the article for yourself. Man. But we this, are this getting want to is... make sure. <laughs> the things we do. Man. Okay. The things we do. Point number five, we were created for transcendent belonging and community. <laughs> how much does Christ enjoy you or how much more does Christ enjoy you? And not as a number in a stadium full of faces, but as intimately as a bridegroom enjoys his bride. He felt like he had to say that again. That was worth repeating for him because you may have recognized that from point number four. Yeah. Okay. It was carried over to point number five. Come on, man. All right. Here we go. Many Swifties marvel at the profound feeling of belonging they experienced gathered with countless others who shared the same object of admiration. This sweet connection transcends cultural background, socioeconomic status, personality, age, and era. Hence the eras tour. Okay. Mm -hmm. Through one person, many are brought together. Oh, come on. No, don't say now, like, no, me, come on. Let me just say after <sighs> that line, there is a scriptural reference there, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 12 through 14. Keep in mind, though, the scriptural reference is followed up by the observation made at the Taylor Swift concert. Okay, right. so so it's not in, as you might expect, the, the supposed spiritual parallel. The scripture reference follows up the observation made at the Taylor Swift concert, that through the one person, many are brought together. Oh. All right. Next paragraph, the temporary bond felt at eras shows points to the eternal bond within the body of Christ. Only the Christian community is joined, nourished and held together by a sinless and eternal head. While different, while different swift eras bring together multiple generations of fans, Christ unites thousands of generations of God's people. And then there's also some scripture reference thrown in there. Um, this is a mockery of what Christ does. This is a mockery of the efficacy of the blood of Christ to even come close in comparing what happens when people gather in debauchery. Like, I'm not going to even try to clean that up. Like, right. to, to, to even try to equate what happens when people gather for raucous, you know, songs that are filled with breaking up and making up and hating up and all of these things, you know, and I'm just I'm just gathering from what I have read about Taylor Swift that most of her songs are about her breakups and the men that she leaves in her wake. Now, again, I could be wrong about that because I don't know her music, but I have read about her. I know that she is known for having a lot of failed relationships. So how do you compare what is happening in that setting? And by the way, I have seen some clips from her era's tour, especially as I was preparing for this podcast. And I'm thinking, wait, what? Like, <laughs> why were you there, man of God? 
Like yeah. I'm I'm looking at her prance around with a garter on one thigh and and you know a pant leg on the other. I'm looking at her pa- prance around half dressed and I'm going, man of God, why were you there? Mm-hmm. Not only why were you there, but how in the world are you making a connection between that and who Jesus is? Well, it was it was research. He needed to write his article for the Gospel Coalition, and so. In order for I'm mad to... that you said that. <laughs> I I am mad. I am, I am, my I am snarling in inside. For him to write, you know, that you said that. His, his research, he had to go and check out the, you know, he wouldn't normally go. Number but... six. <laughs> Number six. Pettiness turns to gratitude in the presence of beauty. Hmm. Is he married? Like, is he married? I just, uh, I need to know. Yeah, Somebody so, needs to write in and let us uh, know. Look, I'm just mad that he's a guy, right? Is he this? married? I like, because if Will the Great, <laughs> as great as Come you on, are, man. if you ever Come write on, anything like this about any other woman, I don't care what on, parallels man. you may find, um, we look, need a counselor. I'm going to rebuke myself. We need, <laughs> we need a counselor. I can't believe this. Okay, here we go. Number six. Pettiness turns to gratitude in the presence of beauty. Every era's show includes two decade-long fans, recent followers, and everything in between. Some purchase tickets months in advance. Others scoop them up minutes before the show. Yet, once inside, no one says, how come she got in? That would be pure silliness. Mm. Everyone was too enthralled to see Taylor to have such petty thoughts. Wow, he's saying there's no Jew or No, no. Actually, you know, so right. So he's saying there's no Jew or Greek. And he's saying it doesn't matter how long you labored. I paid you what I was going to pay you. Uh-huh. And then I, that's what, what he's saying is it doesn't matter when you get in or mm-hmm. how you get in. Just that you got in. Mm. Guys. Okay. Number seven. That, oh, that's wait, what wait. he's saying. Do, the, do you want me to read the, the parallel the last here? Last one. Okay, we made it to number seven. Let me just read the parallel. He says, heaven will, this is number six, heaven six. will consist of lifelong Christ followers and deathbed converts, ah. yet none will feel robbed or embittered. All will overflow with joy and gratitude gotcha. simply to be in Christ's presence. So here you have Taylor mm-hmm. Swift becomes a type of Christ. Yeah. Where yeah. she brings all kinds of people together, those who have come in at the final hour yeah. and those who have been waiting for months. Didn't Jesus have a parable about that? I cannot. You know, I this one is who so got the same wages as the one yeah. who had been working a long yeah. long time and it, yeah. 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 So so okay. maybe 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 you go back and write this whole article just using Bible. <laughs> well, like maybe you go ahead and that's use a novel idea. the parables that are already existing that are totally no, but you got to have the cultural icon. The, Jesus the already gave them there. to you. He already gave no, them no, to no, you. No, no, no. But you understand. He's like, like I want my culture. <laughs> I don't. I want. My it has culture. to be clickable. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift is, and I think that's sad. You know, you're you're making a really grand point there because I think it's sad that the Bible and what you might draw from Scripture is not clickable. I think it's really sad. And and I, I think I mean that's not my point, but no, I mean, no, I think, I think some... no, but I think the point that you're making is <laughs> yeah. that this is clickable. Yes. And definitely. I think I think that's sad, especially to think that something posted on the Gospel Coalition's website would not be clickable on its own. We need something of pop cultural relevance, and this is the best we could do. Like this, Eesh. this, you know, it's wow. really sad to me. Yeah. All right, seventh Seven. and final thing that yeah. you can take Seven. away from the Taylor right. Swift eras tour. We were created for unmixed, timeless joy. 
Okay. Okay. It's hard to explain what I felt when I woke up the morning after seeing Taylor Swift. Stop. I need to get through this. Okay. It's hard to explain what I felt when I woke up the morning after seeing Taylor Swift. The best way I can describe it is sad joy. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's a man <clears throat> writing this, right? Yes. Sad for, joy. For all the happy anticipation okay. leading up to the show, the sorrowful realization that it was over tainted my joy. For many, that sorrow started earlier. A friend said, quote, it felt like the experience was ending the moment I woke up the day of the concert. My joy was ending as it was starting, end quote. She said this pain continued into the show itself, quote, as joyous as it was to see Taylor, we all grieved as we celebrated because we knew the joy would soon be gone, end quote. That's heavy. Grieved as they celebrated. He continues, only the Christian community is joined, nourished, and held together by a sinless and eternal head. And then he quotes Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, which says, The blessings of the Lord make rich and add no sorrow with it. Unlike the joy of seeing Taylor Swift, which is mixed at every point with sorrowful longings for something deeper and longer lasting, the blessings of the Lord enrich without sorrow. You know what I would love? I would I would love to read a post that describes the gathering of the saints under one roof like this, that it's like, oh, man, the moment I got to church, so to speak, mm. I already had this sorrow that like, man, when noon rolls around, we're going to all uh, like flood out of here and it's over. See. Like there's something about gathering where the word of God is opened and where the word of God is taught. There's something about gathering yes. where there's exuberant worship coming from people who've all been purchased by the blood of the lamb. Like, why don't we have That's that kind of like. That's it should be. That's what should be said. But it's usually, you know. The grief is felt because I gotta go through this, and then, you know, I gotta wait to get the crackle barrel, and you know, like it's. You're glad <laughs> it's over. You're glad. I'm glad you made it through that Sunday event. Man, we made it. Now, look, I want to be fair to Blake Glosson here because okay, he be does fair. he let's does wrap fair. up his article by saying only one deserves worshipful praise. Okay. Amen. So if you were confused, um, as I was, and thinking that he was creating a type of Christ in Taylor well, Swift. That's what it sounds like. Well, I mean, he doesn't want that you to be only confused. one, you know, deserves this praise, but it seemed like he was giving praise throughout to... But that was only to make a point. Okay. Like, that's not, uh, that's not the real affection. The real affection okay. is directed to Christ. Ah. And here is the final paragraph mm-hmm. that makes that very clear. Praising the praiseworthy is fitting and pleasant, yet no created being, including Taylor Swift, deserves worshipful praise. So you can get right up to the line of okay. it. So we can praise her a little bit, but not, yeah. not worshipful. Yeah. Praise. And the Bible says that give praise where praise is due. I'm just not sure yeah, praise is that, due her. Yeah. Yeah. And that seemed like he was making her out to be a type of Christ. Man. It didn't seem it's like really the, sad. That's, it didn't seem like that type of praise. It seemed like a worshipful praise. So, but, hey, let, let me let me say this. OK. This is when we look at the failure of the church and we look at why so many of our kids have walked away from the faith. It is because this type of presentation of the Holy One 
right, has been seen as beneficial to our young people. It's been seen as culturally relevant and suitable for advancing the gospel and building the church. Flag on that play. Like that, that has not been effective. That is why we have seen a departure from the truth. Why can't we just preach Christ and him crucified? Why can't we lift him up and expect the truth of what he said that all men would be drawn unto him? Why, why can't we do that, right? Like why can't we trust the word of God enough that we put aside the antics that we don't, you know, slap people across the face with tortillas and all of that. Why, why can't we just say that the gospel is actually enough and live there? I'm going to tell you what I think ultimately this post was about, and I'm glad that it got pulled down, but I'm sad that it even got put up. I think this was, and, and look, if I'm wrong, then forgive me. Okay. And, and I, I will gladly accept the rebuke if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, if this was a sincere communication that, um, came from a heart of, man, I just really want to bless the body of Christ with this, then that's scary, but but at least it's sincere, right? I'll tell you, I don't think this is a sincere post. I really think that this is Blake Glosson's attempt to let everybody know that he went to a Taylor Swift concert. This is this is popular right now. This is this is happening right now. And and this is no different than someone wanting to post online that they attended Beyonce or that they, you know, anybody else that's that's a phenomenon in our culture, in our secular culture. This is no different from that. What Blake Glosson did was try to find a way to make it, you know, gospel. Mm-hmm. He tried to make it gospel coalition worthy. Like I, I just I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, it's concerning to me that this was posted. I think the reason for it was really just to brag on having gone to a Taylor Swift concert, which there are TikTok videos out there. And you guys know I'm not a supporter of TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but the videos are available online. You can see people talking about it without being on TikTok. But Taylor Swift's concert is um, filled with spiritual, mm, can we say, worship? I mean, there's actually a scene where it seems like she's doing incantations out in the forest, um, that witchcraft is openly paraded there. Same thing with Beyonce. And look, and I'd be talking about Beyonce if the Gospel Coalition put an article up talking about the seven things that we can learn about Beyonce's tour. Like, I mean, this we we are talking about wickedness. Yeah. We are talking about a rejection of the right fear of God. And you expect to see that out in the world. There's an opportunity for the gospel to be spread and to be shared where you don't expect to see that is in the church and on a website that has gospel in its name. Mm. Like that's where you don't expect to see it. So yes, Will the Great, to your point, I am glad that it was taken down, but you know, I'm, I'm troubled that it even made it up I agree. on the website. I totally agree. Should not have been up there. And if the, the person uh, editing or posting just read, you know, the first point, they should have been like, ah, nah, it's a, it's a no for me, dog. But they let it through and it was seen, you know, I'm glad. And it was archived because we need to know this type of stuff. And it just shows you like, man, where you know, segments are, you know, uh, and what they're believing and what they're trying to put out there to be relevant. Mm. And it's sad. It's truly a lack of discernment, in my opinion, and uh, really inexcusable. So anyway, this is what we want to stand against, man. We want to stay steeped in the word of God, knowing the truth and understanding the times that we're in. We want to resist those cultural trends that rival the truth. And that's how we remain culture proof until next time. Lord willing. God bless. (laughs) 